assalamu alaikum hope everybody is safe sound and healthy and how is everybody doing in the cold today today is actually a bit better it's much better compared to the previous uh, or few days um it's about 14 degrees here and there is according to the met there is smoke although actually uh, that's the funny thing about met they always seem to get their things wrong when there is no fog, they declare fog. When there is fog, they declare it clear. When there is smoke, they declare it haze. When there is haze, they declare it smoke. I mean, they don't seem to know anything. Right now, it's actually quite clear. Um, when there was smoke, they called it cloudy yesterday, when it was actually just haze. But and see, right now, although they're saying it's 14 degrees, I'm actually breathing out condensed air. I mean, see? I can actually see the smoke come out of my mouth, although it hasn't been doing that for the past few days, despite the fact that it was supposed to be even colder. So I doubt that it should be 14 degrees at this moment. I think they really need to um, fix their satellite or something. But in any case, anywho, we're here to talk about some of the myths and facts of our society, especially of... Uh, uh, generally, globally, universally, as well as uh, within our country. Um, for example, there's the myth that our people are very hospitable. Um, I, to me, it's a myth. Um, I think we're hospitable towards... Um, we're hospitable and we're not racist when it comes to foreigners. Um, but we are not hospitable and we are very, very racist and discriminatory towards our own people, towards each other. Um, generosity. Yeah, up north you might find, as I said, I've said it many times, people up north in Gilgit, Pakistan side, they seem to belong to a completely different world, a different planet. You won't find that kind of dignity, that kind of honesty, that kind of generosity anywhere else in the world. Um, but as for the rest of the country, yeah, sorry, that's just a myth. I don't see any generosity. All I see is people always coveting what others have. So, despite the fact that we are supposed to be the number one uh, most giving country in the world when it comes to charity. But that's another thing, you see. Just giving charity does not make you a good person. Um, and in Islam, um, such charities are actually not even liked or allowed. In Islam, the whole point of charity is that you should enable that person to be in a position that he could give charity to somebody else the next time around. So just temporarily helping somebody by giving them a bit of money or helping them out through a crisis. Yeah, no, that's not a very good idea. That is just temporary help. In Islam, the whole point of charity is that that help should be extended in such a way that that person should need help the next time around. So there's that. Um... We have a very bad habit of um, putting all our burdens on other people. That's one of the biggest problems that we have in our society. Um, people don't know how to clean up their own shit. People make decisions. Other people bear the brunt of it. And it's um, it doesn't matter who you are. You can be a parent making a bad decision, your children bearing the brunt of it. You can be a child making a bad decision and the whole family bears the brunt of it. And uh, something that has been constantly, I mean, we call ourselves that we talk about culture and we talk about shame and we talk about, um, you know, um, 
etiquette, but the truth is we don't have either one. I don't see anybody practicing any good tradition or um, any uh, sort of shame. Um, I'll give you an example. Okay, so um, your daughter wants to get married or your son wants to get married. Both of them are obviously young and none of them are actually qualified enough to even stand on their own two feet, but they want to get married. So um, parents have no choice but to let them get married. Then suddenly after three years now they want a divorce. And then what happens is that there is this ego between the two of them, you know. The father is not interested in his kids. The mother is not interested in, in her kids either. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just a myth that they're actually uh, interested in their kids. They're not. What they are interested in is to have custody of their kids so that they can manipulate them in the future because they consider their kids their properties or their assets that they can use against each other in the future or they can use to their advantage in the future. That's it. That's just it. And it's just a war of ego between the two of them. So in that ego, everybody else gets burnt, okay? And then despite the fact that we call ourselves very traditional people and we call ourselves really very, you know, baghirat and, you know, sharam haya wale people, people who are full of shame and who know about family system and this and that. But the truth is the girl is useless, so she will depend on her parents. Now the parents have to work three times more than they normally would. They would have to take care of the girl. They would take care of the girl's kids. They would make the girl finish her education, get a decent job so that she should be able to take care of her kids, but she still doesn't really. She will just participate enough, you know, like an aunt or an uncle would, and leave everything else to the family. And then the problem with uh, such parents is that they drag their whole family in. Um, okay, so fine. So you've decided to take care of your daughter or your son. Sons don't need taking care of. Sons don't need anything. What they do is at the end of the day, they get married again and they produce more children. That's it. So at the end of the day, it's the girls' families that bear the brunt of it all. They're the ones who have to suffer throughout. And they suffer. it's a lifetime suffering. So this is one of the worst parts of our society is where the girl ends up depending on her family forever. And everybody seems to think that it is the family's duty to take care of the girl and her kids. So they'll take care of their education, they'll take care of their expenses, they'll take care of everything while she's earning. She's earning money, she's, she's got a job now, but still heavily dependent on the family. And the parents of such girls, they are even worse because then they drag their other children in so even if their children are abroad and single and trying to make their own life, they'll tell them, finish everything, stop everything, put all the brakes there, come back here and help us take care of her. You made the decision to agree to let her marry. You again made the decision to agree to let her get a divorce. Then you made the decision to take care of her and her kids. Why would you drag your other kids in? Why should they suffer for somebody else's decisions? And then there's this other thing that has, you know, started in our society where everybody wants to do, talk about how the father is the, you know, it's his name that should come with the kids and, you know, it's the, the, his blood and this and that. But they seem to forget all of that when they throw everything on the girl's family. You know, then that time they seem to forget that the father is, is the blood 
and you know he he's the one who's supposed to take care he's the one who's supposed to pay alimony he's the one who's supposed to take care of his kids of their expenses of their education and everything no then that that just goes out the window then suddenly our society remembers that the maternal family is the one who does everything the maternal family is responsible if they won't do it who will do it then this starts so tell me where is the sharam where is the haya and where is the ghairat it's completely opposite of it so at the end of the day we are bound by whatever suits others and whoever can take advantage of others they manage to so it's it's uh, it's quite wild in here we've got the paternal family who wants to have nothing whatsoever to do with the kids until they grow up when they grow up then the paternal family wants to take advantage of that and then they suddenly remember that they're family but they will again back off once they realize that the kids might ask for their inheritance which is their right so again what will they do they and look at the kids also nowadays the kids seem to think that it is their right to access oh sorry got interrupted when talking about interference and now i forgot what it was um this is what happens every time okay every time i i think okay now nobody's there to interfere nobody's there to interrupt nobody's there to disturb me so this is the right time let me just start the podcast that is when exactly everybody and everything has to come and disturb me so that is when the phone which is on silent will also suddenly start ringing or suddenly somebody will decide to pass by or suddenly somebody will decide to call out to me to get something done amazing even if it's in the middle of the night something or the other will always happen and i'll wait and i'll wait and i'll wait and i'll see okay is there anything that's going to happen right now i'm not going to do the podcast and nothing complete silence and then the minute i start that's it everybody starts getting active even the birds begin to chirp at that moment after dead silence of at least an hour so where was i i think i'll have to see where i was again and start all over but i mean generally i think i was yeah i was basically talking about how the paternal family are such hypocrites that they throw everything on the maternal family and how the kids the kids who are being taken care of by the maternal family they seem to think that they have a right to the maternal family's inheritance of property to the you know they have a right to the property they have a right to everything and the worst part is the way they behave the way they act is it's i mean they will take things without your permission they would have no sense of responsibility um i mean i've i've even had instances where the grandkids would actually steal their grandfather's car in his absence and instead of being apologetic you know that they went on a joyride after stealing their granddad's car they would say that why don't you see that we actually did this and why don't you see that we actually brought it back and why don't you see that we i mean they are so remorseless and they are so i mean there is it's as if you're looking it's as if there really were spawns of the other party that were thrown into thrown onto you so that they could complete whatever destruction their father couldn't you know the fact that they're so irresponsible the fact that they think that they have a right to everything the fact that they think that it's your duty to take care of them the fact that they think that they have a right to inherit your business if you have one 
the fact that they think that you owe it to them, that you should help them start a business with your own money, the fact that they think that you that they have the right to ask for you for you to take care of their expenses or despite the fact that their mother is alive their father is alive okay so their mother is the one who's basically supposed to be there for them but their mother who's also earning money and who you have tried your level best that she should be independent with her two kids she will also look for ways to throw her kids back at her family at her parents that even if they're now 18 to 20 years old it's expected now 18 years old is a person who is officially an adult and the fact that mothers still expect their parents to take care of their 18 to 20 year old kids after already having spent 20 years taking care of them i mean this is beyond ridiculous this is what our society is everywhere you go this is the same story that the mother falls back on her parents and then the parents and the whole family have to take care of her and you know her children and now they're growing up so now it's expected that they should take care of their expenses and then they should take care of helping them get a job then they should take care of investing in their business and then they should take care of them getting married and then they should take care of the game their kids in return i mean this is this is what i refer to as total berarti this is 100% shamelessness this is putting all your burdens on somebody and just bleeding them dry, you know. The kids should know that their inheritance comes from their father and from their father's side. They should know that when their maternal family helps them, helps bring them up, this is a help that's been given to them. It's not, it was never their duty. This was their generosity, this was their kindness, and this was something that they did to help out. This is something that mothers need to instill in their kids. They need to instill in their kids that, look, we are a family. We are a unit. They're, these are an extended family, so they're helping us out, but it's not their duty. But nowadays, what happens is that you end up with such situations where your own daughter thinks that now she should just fall back on you to take responsibility for her decisions. And now you should spend your whole life till your deathbed taking care of her shit. So there is that. And then there is this problem. I mean, I have seen other women, to be honest. I've seen many women who have made it on their own. Which is why it really, really irks me when I see those women who fall completely on their... They fall back on their parents and on their siblings. And they expect them to ruin their lives for them. They expect them to devote everything to them and their children. Um, just like how you expect your parents to take care of you, your children should expect you to take care of them. That's how it is. It's not that your parents should take care of you and then they should take care of your children and then they should take care of your children's children. And I think what really, what really hurts the most is when these children also end up acting in such a manner where they think they can steal from you and they can take stuff from you and that they're not responsible for anything and they, they're supposed to take care of things on your behalf but they end up ruining things and they're friends, you know. They're those kids that they give more importance to their friends than to their family. They want everything from their family and then they want to give it all to their friends. And those friends are obviously not real friends. Those those friends are there because they can see that you are a fool. That you are so big and you are so big that you are not 
तो वो तुम्हें चाटने के लिए तुम्हें चुकसने के लिए आ जाते हैं कि चलो जी हूं पैसे कड्डो तो सानू ए खुआओ तो पैसे कड्डो तो सानू ए पियाओ तो ये शुरू हो जाता है यू नो देयर देयर टू सक यू ड्राई एज़ वेल योर फ्रेंड्स आर नॉट एट ऑल रियल फ्रेंड्स देयर देयर जस्ट देयर टू यूज यू एंड अब्यूज यू एंड देन दे स्ट्रिप यू नेकेड एंड दे थ्रो यू ऑन द स्ट्रीट एंड दे गो अवे एंड लुक फॉर समबडी एल्स दो um this is something that i need to teach kids today everybody needs to teach kids today because this is our own experience uh, after all we have also there was also a time when we also thought we should give more importance to our friends or whatever though not me but i mean people in general most of us have been through that and i'll tell you one thing this is 100% guaranteed that those people who do not put their family first in the sense of those people who do not make sure that they protect their family and that they take care of their family and that their family is a part of them and they're a part of their family those people will never succeed in life because they will always depend on strangers by giving so much to strangers they would always think that those strangers will give them back when needed and they will never get that help and at one point they will lose their family too because jo apne family ke saghe nahi hote unko zindagi mein koi apna sagha nahi milta aur jo gairon ke saghe hote hain at the end wo hamesha rulte hain unko kabhi zindagi mein kabhi bhi kuch nahi milega aap apne नानकों को चूस चूस के उनका आप समझते हैं कि जी हमारा हक है आप लोगों का हक नहीं है आप लोगों का सॉरी लेकिन इट्स टाइम टू बर्स्ट योर बबल पर आप लोगों का हक नहीं होता आप लोगों का हक अपने दादकों का होता है क्योंकि आपका जो ब्लड लाइन है वो बेसिकली आपके पाप से ही आ रहा है इफेक्ट ठीक है ना आप अपने नानकों की जनरोसिटी को उनकी काइंडनेस को अपना हक ना समझे उनकी उनका फर्ज ना समझे ठीक है वो ऑलरेडी आउट ऑफ द वे जाके आप लोगों की इतनी कर रहे होते हैं तो आप लोगों में इतनी गैरत होनी चाहिए आपकी माओ में इतनी गैरत होनी चाहिए कि अब आप लोग अपने पैरों पे खड़ा होना सीख लें बजाय इसके कि आप सोचें कि नहीं जी एंड तक जो कुछ नानकों का है वो हमारा है और आप उस उसमें बैठे होते हैं ताक में कि जी सब कुछ तो हमारा है आप लोगों का नहीं है ना इस्लाम में आप लोगों का राइट है ना लॉ में आप लोगों का राइट है आप लोगों के किसी भी तरीके से राइट नहीं है आपकी राइट होती है आपके माँ से और आपके बाप से आप लोगों ने जो हिस्सा लेना होता है वो अपने माँ से लेना होता है अपने बाप से लेना होता है ठीक है और अगर आप लोग अपने जिन लोगों ने अपनी जिंदगियां खराब करके आप लोगों को डिवोशन दे आप लोगों को की जिंदगी बनाने की चक्रों में जिन लोगों ने 30, 30, 20, 20 साल लगाए हैं अगर आप इन रिटर्न अगर आप ये कर रहे हैं कि आप अपने दोस्तों को खिला रहे हैं पिला रहे हैं चीज़ें चोरी कर करके और अगर आपको किसी ने कोई जिम्मेदारी दी हो कि भाई आप उधर जाके किसी का बिजनेस अगर है फॉर एग्जांपल आपके नानके का अगर ऑफिस है कोई बिजनेस है कोई शॉप्स हैं कोई बिल्डिंग्स हैं और आपको कह रहे हैं कि भाई आप थोड़ी देर जाके उधर जरा देख लो चीज़ें संभाल लो और पता चल रहा है कि आप चीज़ें संभाल नहीं रहे बल्कि आप चीज़ें जो है वहाँ से भी गायब करवा रहे हैं ठीक है ना अगर आप खुद भी नहीं गायब कर रहे आपके दोस्त उधर आके गायब कर रहे हैं लेकिन आपके होते हुए चीज़ें गायब हो रही हैं और फिर आप कह रहे हैं कि हमसे पूछो भी ना क्यों क्योंकि हमें तो पता नहीं है 
تو پھر آپ بیسکلی بغیرتی کا مظاہرہ کر رہے ہیں اور یہ کوئی ایکسکیوز نہیں ہے آپ لوگوں سے زیادہ گندی زندگیاں گزارنے والے اس دنیا میں ہے جو پاورٹی اسٹرکن لوگ ہیں جو سڑکوں میں زندگیاں گزار رہے ہیں سڑکوں میں پیدا ہوئے ہیں ان کو زندگی میں کچھ بھی نہیں ملا کئی لوگ یتیم ہے وہ آرفنجز میں رہ رہے ہیں کئی لوگوں کے ماں باپ ہونے کے باوجود وہ یتیم خانہ میں رہ رہے ہیں آپ ان کو دیکھو ان کے پاس آپ سے بھی زیادہ ایکسکیوزز ہے اپنی زندگیاں خراب کرنے کی اور اپنے ارد گرد کے لوگوں کو زندگی کی زندگیاں خراب کرنے کی لیکن وہ تو نہیں کر رہے وہ ڈیلیجنٹلی کام کر رہے ہوتے ہیں وہ پڑھائی میں محنت کر رہے ہوتے ہیں وہ بعد میں اپنی جابس میں بھی محنت کر رہے ہوتے ہیں ان کو پتہ ہے کہ ہم نے اپنا اپنی زندگی ہم نے خود اپنے ہاتھوں سے بنانا ہے ان لوگوں کے آپ لوگوں سے زیادہ ڈگنیٹی ہے ان کی غیرت زیادہ ہے ان کے شرم ان کی حیات زیادہ ہے آپ لوگ تو فرینکلی اس کو اور کوئی لفظ نہیں آپ لوگ تھینک لیس ہیں اور آپ لوگ بے شرم ہیں جو کہ دوسروں کے اوپر بوجھ ڈالی جا رہے ہیں بجائے اس کے کہ آپ یہ دیکھیں کہ آپ اپنے ارد گرد اگر دیکھ رہے ہو آپ کو نظر آنا چاہیے کہ آپ کی اس سے بھی زیادہ ہارڈ لائف ہو سکتی تھی اگر آپ کی ماں اکیلی آپ لوگوں کو پال رہی ہوتی اور اکیلی آپ لوگوں کا سارا خرچہ اٹھا رہی ہوتی پھر میرے حال وہ زیادہ بہتر تھا میرا پرسنل اوپینین یہ ہے کہ وہ زیادہ بہتر ہوتا ہے کیونکہ اس میں آپ لوگوں کو پتہ چل جاتا ہے کہ یار یہ ہماری لائف ہے یہ ہماری لمٹس ہیں یہ ہماری ریسٹرکشنس ہیں ہم نے آگے اپنی زندگی اس طرح بنانی ہے جب آپ کی مائیں فلی ڈپینڈنٹ ہو جاتی ہیں اپنے نانکوں کے اوپر اور پھر آپ لوگوں کو بھی فلی ڈپینڈنٹ کر دیتے ہیں پھر آپ لوگ ان خوش فہمیوں میں رہنا شروع ہو جاتے ہیں کہ ان کا فرض ہے یہاں سے کباہتیں بڑھتی ہیں تو وہ نانکے جو ہوتے ہیں نا جو اپنے بیٹیوں کو کہتے ہیں کہ ٹھیک ہے جی ہم تمہاری تھوڑی بہت ہیلپ کریں گے ایٹ ڈسٹینس سے وہ ایکچولی زیادہ بہتر ہیں کیونکہ ان کو پتہ ہوتا ہے کہ رائٹ فرام دا اسٹارٹ انہوں نے ایک لکیر کھینچنی ہے اور انہیں وہ ریسٹرکشنز اور لمیٹیشنز بنانی ہے تاکہ ان کی بیٹیوں کو بھی پتہ ہو کہ بیٹا جی ایٹ دی اینڈ آف دا ڈے ہم نے اپنا سارا خود کرنا ہے ٹھیک ہے ہیلپ ملتی رہے گی ابھی ناؤ دین لیکن جو نان کے اپنی بیٹیوں کو اپنے گھر لے آ کے اپنے بچ ان کے بچوں کو بھی پال رہے ہوتے ہیں ان کو بھی دیکھ رہے ہوتے ہیں ان کا ہنڈریڈ پرسینٹ خرچہ اٹھا کے تو کرتے ہیں تو آئی ایم سوری ٹو سے وہ ایکچولی بہت غلط فیصلہ ہوتا ہے بہت غلط فیصلہ ہوتا ہے نہ ان کی بیٹیاں اپنے پیروں پہ کھڑا ہونا سیکھتی ہیں اور نہ ہی ان کے بچے آگے اپنے پیروں پہ کھڑا ہونا سیکھتے ہیں اگر آپ اپنے گھروں میں ان کو پال بھی رہے ہوتے ہیں نا تو لیکن آپ کو ایک لکیر پھر بھی کھینچنی پڑتی ہے جو فیملیز وہ لکیر نہیں نہ کھینچتے وہ ساری زندگی پچھتاتے ہیں اور اس لیے ہماری سوسائٹی جو ہے وہ پہلے سے بھی زیادہ کباہتوں سے بھری ہوئی ہے ہماری سوسائٹی میں شرم غیرت ڈگنٹی حیا نہیں ہے ہماری سوسائٹی میں محنت سے کام کر کے پیسہ کمانا نہیں ہے ہماری سوسائٹی میں اس لیے ہر ایک کی ہر ایک کے اوپر نظر ہے ہمارے سوسائٹی میں اس لیے سارے فقیر ہیں اور سارے مفت خور ہیں ہم نے خود ان لوگوں کو ایسا بنایا ہے ہم نے کبھی لکیر نہیں کھینچی جو جس کے اوپر گر گیا گر گیا جو جس کو جو ہے نا جو جس کے اوپر جو جو بھی حاوی ہو سکتا ہے وہ حاوی ہو جاتا ہے تو یہ ہمارے ملک کی سب سے بڑی سچائی ہے ٹھیک ہے ہمارے ملک میں کوئی کلچر نہیں ہے ہمارے ملک میں کوئی تہذیب نہیں ہے ہمارے ملک میں کوئی تمیز نہیں ہے ہمارے ملک میں کوئی غیرت کوئی شرم کوئی حیا نہیں ہے ہمارے ملک میں بغیرتی ہے اور بغیرتی یہی سسٹم ہوتی ہے جب ماں باپ جو ہوتے ہیں وہ اپنی انا کا مسئلہ بنا کے تو اپنے بچوں کی زندگیاں خراب کرتے ہیں لیکن اپنے صرف بچوں کی زندگیاں نہیں خراب کرتے خاص طور پر باپ جو ہوتے ہیں وہ اتنے اتنے بغیرت ہوتے ہیں لڑکے کہ وہ سمجھ ان کو تو صرف بچے پیدا کرنے آتے ہیں نا ان کو آگے اور کوئی رسپانسبلٹی نہیں لینی آتی 
وہ ساری مائیں کے اوپر پھینک دیتے ہیں اور نانکوں کے اوپر پھینک دیتے ہیں اور پھر کہتے ہیں کہ نہیں جی بچے تو ہمارے ہیں ایک تو یہ ہے یہ بغیرتی کا سب سے بڑا مظاہرہ یہ ہوتا ہے اور جس طرح حضور صلی نے کہا ہے نا کہ آپ کے بچے جو ہے وہ آپ کی عادتوں کا ریفلیکشن ہے جس طرح سے آپ شادی کرتے ہیں جس طرح آپ مینٹین کرتے ہیں اس شادی کو جس طرح آپ کنزیومیٹ کرتے ہیں اسی طرح کے آپ کے بچے آگے ہوتے ہیں اگر آپ حرام خور ہیں آپ کے بچوں میں وہ نظر آئے گا اگر آپ آپ نے حرام زدگی کی ہے وہ آپ کے بچوں میں نظر آتا ہے تو یہ فیکٹ ہے کہ ہماری جو سوسائٹی تھی بگڑی ہوئی ہے وہ اس لیے بگڑی ہوئی ہے کیونکہ حرام خوریاں اور حرام زدگی بہت عام ہے اور وہ ہمارے بچوں میں آگے آ رہا ہے سو آئی تھنک پرسنلی کہ ہمیں جو ہے نا ماں باپ کو جو اتنی جلدی ہوتی ہے نا اپنے بچوں کی شادیاں کرنے کی اور جو ان لڑکوں کو بھی جو بڑی آگ لگی ہوتی ہے نا شادیوں کی تو آپ پہلے نا اپنے گیرے بار میں چھان کے دیکھا کرو کہ آپ اس قابل ہیں کہ آپ ایک فیملی کو پال سکتے ہیں اور ماں باپ جو ہے نا وہ بھی ذرا اپنی ارد گرد جھانک کے دیکھ لیا کریں اپنے اندر گھر کے اندر بھی باہر بھی اپنے ارد گرد دیکھیں کہ بھائی آپ دنیا کو خوش کرنے کے لیے شادی کر رہے ہیں دنیا کو دکھانے کے لیے شادی کر رہے ہیں اور پھر آپ آگے پورے ایک کمپلیٹ جنریشن خراب کر دیتے ہیں وہ بچے بھی جو اپنے ماں باپ کے اوپر بوجھ بنتے ہیں اور سمجھتے ہیں ہمارا حق ہے اور ان کی ڈیوٹی ہے ان میں بھی ہمیں ذرا غیرت جگانی چاہیے ٹھیک ہے نا باہر کے ملکوں نے اس لیے ترقی کی کیونکہ ان کو انہوں نے اسلام کو ہم سے زیادہ فالو کیا ہے یہ اسلام نہیں ہے جو آپ لوگ کر رہے ہیں اسلام وہ ہے جو باہر کے ملک میں ہوتا ہے کہ وہ ایک ٹائم پہ آ کے اپنے بچوں کو انڈیپینڈنٹ کرتے ہیں وہ کہتے ہیں جاؤ اپنی زندگیاں گزارو اپنے غلطیاں کرو اور پھر اپنی غلطیاں کو خود ہی سوارو خود ہی رسپانسبلٹی لو اپنے ڈسیشنس کی ہم رسپانسبلٹی نہیں لیں گے پھر بندہ سیکھتا ہے نا ایک ڈگنیفائڈ زندگی کس طرح گزارتے ہیں پاکستان میں تو یہ ہے کہ جی اچھا جی ماما نہیں ہے گا چاچا ہے گا چاچا نہیں ہے گا تو پھپھی ہے گی پھپھی نہیں ہے گی ماسی ہے گی بس جدے ہوتے بھی ڈگ سکنا ہے بس تو اپنی شٹ سارے لے کے تو ہوتے ہوتے اپنی شٹ جڑی ہے نا سٹو تو آپ ڈگو دے ہوتے کہ چلو جی ہن میرا شٹ صاف کر تو یہ یہ پاکستانیوں کی یہ بغیرتی کا عالم ہے تو ہمیں اپنی سوسائٹی کو جو ہے نا باغیرت سوسائٹی بنانی چاہیے اسلام سے ہی معنوں میں پریکٹس کرنی چاہیے اس کے لیے ہمیں سکھانا پڑے گا بچوں کو خود مختاری ٹھیک ہے نا اپنے بچوں کو ہمیں یہ سکھانا چاہیے کہ وہ ساری زندگی مفت نہیں کھا سکتے دوسروں کے اس پہ بیٹھ کے وہ اپنے نانکوں پہ یا دادکوں پہ بھی وہ کسی کے اوپر بیٹھ کے ساری زندگی نہیں مفت کھا سکتے دے نیڈ ٹو میک سم تھنگ پیروں پہ کھڑا ہونا سیکھ لیں ہمارے لڑکے اس ملک کے اس لیے اتنے فضول ہیں کیونکہ ہم اپنے لڑکوں کو اتنا اسپوائل کرتے ہیں لڑکیاں جو ہیں ان کو ہم باہر نکال دیتے ہیں کام کرنے کے لیے کہ جی لڑکوں کا فیوچر سنواریں گے ان بے غیرتوں کا فیوچر تو اینڈ تک نہیں آتا میرا تو خیال ہے اب جب شادیاں ہوں گی نا تو پھر ہم لڑکیوں کے بینک بیلنس دیکھا کریں گے لڑکیوں کے ہم دیکھا کریں گے کہ وہ کون سی جاب کر رہی ہے اور لڑکوں کے لیے ہم چوڑیاں اور مہندی لے کے جائیں گے کہ آپ گھر بیٹھو جی ہاؤس ہسبینڈ بنو یہ عالم ہے ہمارے لڑکوں کا اور اس میں ایک اور بھی پرابلم یہ ہے کہ ہماری گورنمنٹ کی فیلئر ٹھیک ہے کہ ڈرگز اتنے عام ہو چکے ہیں کہ جن بچوں کو ڈرگز کے بارے میں نہیں بھی پتہ ہے وہ جب اسکول اسکول جانے کی دیر ہوتی ہے ودن اے فیو منتھس ان کو پتہ لگنا شروع ہو جاتا ہے کہ جی آئس کیا ہوتا ہے تو ویٹ کیا ہوتا ہے تو یہ کیا ہوتا ہے تو وہ کیا ہوتا ہے تو فیکٹ کہ ہمارے اسکولوں میں ڈرگز اتنے عام ہو چکے ہیں وہ بھی پرائمری لیول میں تو ہمارے گورنمنٹ نے آج تک کریک ڈاؤن کیوں نہیں کی اسکولوں کے اسکولس آر رسپانسبل بیکاز اٹ از گوئنگ آن ود ان دیئر پرمسز دے نیڈ ٹو نو واٹس گوئنگ آن دے نیڈ ٹو بی ہیلپ رسپانسبل بائی دا گورنمنٹ دیئر شوڈ بی کریک ڈاؤنس 
سارے اسکول میں جا کے کریک ڈاؤن کریں ٹھیک ہے نا پتہ کرے کہ بھائی کون ہے جو کہ ڈرگس پیڈل کر رہا ہے کس طریقے سے پیڈل کر رہا ہے کہ کدھر کیفیٹیریا کے کھانوں میں تو نہیں ہے یا ویسی عام کوئی ادھر پیڈل کر رہا ہے کون ہے باقی کون سے اسٹوڈنٹس ہیں جو اس میں انوالوڈ ہیں ایز پوشرس یا کون سے اسٹوڈنٹس ہیں جنہوں نے شروع کیا ہوگا یا کون سے اسٹوڈنٹس کی فیملی انوالوڈ ہیں یا آگے مزید کون باہر سے انوالوڈ ہے بھائی اگر آپ کے اسکولس ہی سیف نہیں ہیں اور آپ کے اسکولس اور بیسکلی دا سورس آف ڈرگس تو پھر تو آپ کہاں جائیں گے سو جب آپ کے بچے جو ہے تو انہوں نے کہاں سے باغیرتی سیکھنی اور انہوں نے کہاں سے خود مختاری سیکھنی ہے تو سو یو کین ناٹ یو نو بوسٹ اباؤٹ ہیونگ دی ہیومن ریسورسز یو نو دا لارجسٹ ہیومن ریسورسز ان دا ورلڈ ود دا یگسٹ پیپل culprits. of fucking up your society to this extent where everybody seems to think that it's all about easy money so people come all the way from remote villages to urban areas thinking that we should look for a way where we don't need to work and we should just earn easy money and so they end up being criminals and then their kids come here and then they enter schools and then it's not like they're learning anything from schools so they're actually teaching other kids their own values which is again becoming criminals and getting high and then you have your other people uh you know who you know, who are just going around pushing drugs and selling and peddling and nobody's there to even catch them to find out okay what is the source of this i mean where where is all this coming from which are all the gangs responsible it was with great difficulty that we got drugs out of this country and it hasn't even lasted 15 years and and now it's back with full force and it has been back with full force for the, for almost a decade so what were what were all the governments doing each one of them in succession so we've we've got um and, and you know and then when you have these dramas and these films that come and they show absolutely uh unreal artificial worlds and people instead of showing realistic dramas which they used to show once upon a time which is why our dramas became very popular universally so uh, i think that the one of the biggest damage done all over the world to kids and youngsters are you know it's the media uh and i think they need to put a curb on it really i mean you are ruining a whole civilization not just a generation but a whole civilization you have been ruining it for the past 50 odd years you need to work on it now governments all over the world need to work on it media houses need to work on it schools need to work on it everybody is just so busy throwing their responsibilities towards others nobody's taking their responsibility and this is why our society is the way it is today so yeah, we need to start teaching people ethics once more we need to start teaching them etiquette we need to start teaching them character building we need to start emphasizing on morals and values once more because uh, the way things are um lawlessness is prevalent and crime is rampant and 
the source of most crimes in any society is when people do not know where they stand or where they should stand. They don't know their place in life um, and they don't know that they need to work hard to get something that they want. Everybody is out there to just snatch and grab. And that begins again from the fact that we stopped setting boundaries and we stopped teaching these things that are actually very important because we certainly thought that they were not important anymore. But as you can see, they are important. We need to tell people what's what. We need to teach our kids right from the start. And uh, more to the point, parents. Parents really need to start acting like parents once more. They need to stand on their own two feet, whether they're single mothers or single fathers or whether they're together. It doesn't matter. Parents... If you want to give birth to kids, you need to understand that you do not have a life of your own. I'm sorry, but this is a myth and this is a very, very wrong uh, value to be taught to parents that, you know, it doesn't matter that you have kids, you have a life of your own. No, you don't. You're not supposed to. The whole point of being parents is that you start becoming a part of somebody else's life. Your life is no, lo no longer your own. Only a portion of your life remains your own, but a large part of it becomes a part of somebody else's. You share each other's lives then, the spouses and their kids. You have a responsibility towards those kids. You can't throw them to other people. You especially cannot throw them to other family members thinking that because if family, okay, if you are, if you have the right to live your own life, then why doesn't your family have the right to live their own lives? Why? Why don't your family members have the right to live their own lives? Then where? Why do? Why are they duty bound to help you and sort out your problems for you? Then, if you want to have a life of your own, you know, it, it, the, the same goes for others. Something that applies to you has to apply to others. Something that doesn't apply to you should not be applied to others. It's, it's just as simple as that. So, well, we all we can do is lament over our fate when we get intertwined with such toxic people who end up throwing all their burdens on us and then they end up producing um, more of their own kind to add to that burden. There's nothing else we can do but lament and become the bad guys. But, um, but if, we go on like, if we go on like this, to be very, very honest, our civilization is going to collapse in a more disastrous manner and much, much more earlier than we expected to. So best of luck to everybody out there struggling, uh, especially to all those who are bearing burdens of other people, who are cleaning up other people's shit and who don't seem to find the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope you do one day and I hope we do too. God bless you.